hit record right now. Um, welcome to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. Um, my name is Kenny. And I'm Eli. Nice to meet you, man. And this is episode four, right? Episode four, yeah. Episode four. Let's get it popping. Uh, so for today, we have a special guest on today. Uh, for our guest, would you like to introduce yourself? How's everybody doing? My name is Lorenzo Smith, CEO, founder of Slate Vision Studios. I'm based in LA. Um, I do photography, production, uh, design, all the good stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so, basically, how as far as like with our podcast, when we bring guests on, we kind of want to start off, you know, with a little, you know, background, how you came about, you know, growing up. And and can I just say thanks for being with us? I know it's it's kind of, it's what ten forty two in LA right now. Right? 942. 942. Yeah, yeah, 942. Fresh out, fresh out the bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But yeah, man, just go into yeah, a little um, bit of your background, man. Just like how you came about, like growing up, you know, where you from? Yeah, um, from Dallas, Texas originally. Um, moved out to New York in 2011. Mm-hmm. Stayed there for about eight, eight, nine years as of last year. I uh, went to Fordham University, graduated in media studies, mm. and got into advertising. Fordham, smart boy. Smart <laughs> a little bit, a try, but I was on full scholarship to run track and play football, so that was also a blessing. Uh, Word, man, nice. Yo, I, tried, I tried out for track in middle school one time, and uh, I got cut the first day. I got asked. I got, I got asked. Yeah, I was definitely. Uh, so good. I was definitely too big to be running track. Uh, yeah football though. oh football yeah yeah but yeah no nah, definitely track i was way too big you're a hoop star weren't you it's, it's all good now you're growing and sexy yeah you know um man so fordham i mean like how was that like as far as like going to fordham and everything how was that uh it was definitely an eye-opening experience i would say because athletes make up two percent of the university mm. which is people of color so right. <laughs> everyone else is white <laughs> but it, it, it definitely exposes to like how the real world was i feel like a lot of my friends went to state college where it was like a good mix of black latino spent like you know different races but for me i was just exposed to my brothers that were on the field with me on the track and really wealthy white people so <laughs> it was so, definitely Sorry, cut you off. So Definitely you said, uh, made me a bit mature. My bad, I mean to cut you off. So you you said you moved, good. you moved to New York and then from New York you went to LA. I don't understand. I mean maybe mm-hmm. for work. I'm assuming it was, but I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. Leave New York for LA. I would much. Rather so here's the thing. I was <laughs> I was in I was in New York for almost ten years. You do everything. You go to the same pizza spots. You, there's only so many bars. Unless you're super wealthy, right. you can do other stuff like boat rides and stuff. But for me, I just grew to a point where I was like, you know, I've done everything here. I've met everyone that I need to meet. Like, I got my base. Let me just regroup. And then uh, me and my fiance now like actually moved out here, so it was it was a blessing. Yeah, I just seen that, man. Congrats, man. Congrats, man. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So like, uh, as far as like when you first moved to New York, I mean like. How did it like feel? I mean, what was your like your first just being in the city, just being in New York? Like, what was it like your main goal was like, yo, like once I get here, like I want to establish myself like early, like I want to, you know? Yeah, for me, I was, well, how old was I? I think 19 when I got there, 18 or 19 when I got there. So 
you couldn't really like drink, go to the bars. So, right. So for us, uh, for us, I've always just been like a creative kid. Like uh, I wanted to do stuff outside of sports. So all the people I hung out with are all like artists now, or like photographers, or all work in like media. So like, we always had like a different chip in our back. But the people that were like solely focused on sports, they're they're all professional athletes now. So for me, I just always wanted to do something cool with my time. Nice man, no fire. So like, obviously, I know if. As far as like when we first met and everything we met in new york when i went up there i think it was maybe two years ago but i just know mm -hmm. you from obviously from the photography side like when when did you start to pick up photography like when was that the thing that was just like yo i want to get into this you know well my dad used to be a photographer and he gave me my first camera and i've had it now for yeah. eight what, what nine years <laughs> it's a uh, minolta yeah. uh I won't give too much sauce. I'll just listen. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, It's a deep secret. We get it. Good. We get it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a Minolta film, film camera. And for me, I got into it. At first, I wanted to model, but I had the football body. So mm. only thing they would give me was print ads. Yeah. yeah, like Russell and stuff. I was like, no, I want to do like runway stuff, like Raf Simmons and like the high end fashion. But, you know. That didn't go my way, but I was still in contact with a lot of the, like the models. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try the other side of the camera because I know how to take photos. Let me try that. So that that just popped off quickly, Dang and man. led me to like meeting a lot of good people within the fashion scene and like uh, entertainment scene. Word. Now, as far as like when it comes to your photography, who is someone that like you worked with, or it may have been an individual person, maybe a bit of brand of some sort, like. Who is one that stands out like so far that like from just you starting photography who's been the one that's like stood out as far as like oh this might have been the best person or brand i've worked with or just like as far as communication as far as workflow like how was that well i i started working with this group in um les they call them La familia and they're probably one of the most hardworking people i met and from then i started working with their artist marita merck She's a soul R&B singer, amazing. If y'all don't know her, check her out. Okay. She's gonna blow up. Maritza Merck. Okay. And from there, I started working with them, and they were like, "Hey, like we have this friend that's a model, and she wants to take she wants you to take photos for the, her friend's brand." And it ended up being this lady named Kalu Rivera. She's a pretty well known like uh, Spanish actress and like artist. And the photos I took actually turned into. Um, billboards oh, wow. in Spain, which was crazy. which was nuts, that's and I was not expecting that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, so from Merck, so do you, I would say, do you travel a lot for photography? Well, not right now, obviously. But. Not right now, but before, yeah, I was I was never home. <laughs> I called it my expensive storage. Where's your favorite place you've been? I would say LA is my favorite place to travel for work. That's probably why I moved here. Uh, mm. So where in LA do you live? Like what, 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 um, you know, like what city, like what kind of town are you in? I'm over in Hollywood and right now it's gotten a little crazy because of COVID. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff is like shut down. So it's, it's not like crazy working, but like I'll still go to like a few studio sessions and stuff and link with artists that are willing, uh, that are COVID negative. Right. <laughs> man, man, that's crazy. So like just, just, well, just like living in LA now, like. 
what are some of the main differences you notice as far as like from New York to LA? Whereas like, obviously like fashion is different, like as far as like people's styles are different, but like what are something stuff like you notice like yourself? I've definitely noticed people are way more wealthy here. <laughs> uh, but people are a little bit more friendly. <laughs> Yo, my bad, man. I, I had headbutted the mic, man. My bad, my bad. Oh, you good? Uh, yeah, you want to start over? <laughs> no, they're, they're definitely a bit more wealthy out here. And I would say everyone is less on an agenda and more of like just trying to meet more people. So like I was just at like random like a random house party when I first moved here and I met like a couple of big names and I was just like oh I wouldn't think you would be here but it's just like here everyone just like hangs out it's not unless they're like you're not gonna see Kanye at a house party like, obviously but <laughs> right you, you'll definitely catch you you'll catch random people at like house parties just chilling like so I, like I appreciate that like people are more down to earth but in New York you know in Soho if you walked into a celebrities. It's quiet. Yeah, I know. That's I think that's the appeal about uh, the appeal about California. I think it's just kind of more of like mm-hmm. a laissez faire kind of like oh like oh this, you da, 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 and like you just meet people and that's why like I think I like New York better because New York is just like you have to be on it like everyone feels you like, like the ambiance. Like, so, but I can definitely see the appeal of appeal of California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So would you say like between the both like you've been able to make like connections easier being in LA in a sense? I would say no, only because New York, I was there for so long, like, you, when you're there for a good while, you know the, the hot spots, you know the spots that are super chill, and then, you know, if you link with one person, you're bound to go to, like, four different events in one night, and then from there, you have a roster of people you have within your connection group. Nice. So that's, like, the, that's like the only difference. And here, you have to drive everywhere, so you can't, like, turn up yeah. <laughs> and then go home. Sheesh. So I know, all right, so... Me and Eli, we're both somewhat of like foodies, I'd say. Like we're both. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. And, and I know you're eating good because you're in California. Maybe not right now, but right, I know right, right. Eating good. Right. So leads into my <laughs> next question, right? So like between New York and LA, who you say like has the best like as far as restaurants, best like food, like. Oh, New York has it by hundred hundred percent. That's why. I was, uh, yeah, New York's definitely the food capital because you'll have mom and pop spots that are like. Two dollar signs, but the food is Michelin star grade. Mm. I feel you, but I feel like, Cal- like New York don't got Nobu Malibu. You feel me? That's 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 the final boss. Yeah, but New York has the steakhouses. That's like the uh, the level that like brings it up. Like damn. we don't. There's no. There's some good steakhouses here, but there's not like uh, Mastros or um, what's the other one. Or bones or anything like that. There's, there's no like, there's no like a spots like that. There's some good Italian spots that we found, but hmm. I feel like there's more, like, more like sushi and Korean barbecue. Oh yeah, hundred percent out there. More than, more so than New York. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, all right, so yeah, yeah, this is your chance. Way more ramen spots. Damn. So this is your chance for like a hot take, right? So since you go with New York, right? Who would you? What do you say is like probably the best restaurant in New York? Just from your personal opinion. Hmm. Let me see something. <laughs> got you. Thank you. I, I got. I got my computer. <laughs> um. There's. There's this guy that was on Chopped. Um. His 
name is Maurizio. His his um Chef Maurizio Cosino. That's his name. It's called it's called Taverna de Baco. It's this Italian spot, uh, brothers. Wow, it's amazing. Mm. Man, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's I was a, just saying, with a, a name like that, it's like it's, gotta it's be definitely good. a little pricey. I call. I only went there uh, the day after payday because then you can splurge a little. Like, it's definitely not a Monday night. Like just trying to get some late night possum. No, definitely not. Yeah, I feel that. So as far as like places you, I mean, some places you haven't been to yet. What's the one like place like you can be either within the United States or outside of the country? Like what's what's a place that you would love to possibly maybe shoot at or just even even just like go visit? Like, I definitely want to go to Italy because mm-hmm. I, I only went when I was a kid, but I definitely want to go shoot some stuff there. But there's this place that are you guys familiar with Snow Allegra? No, Snow. Oh yeah, the singer. Yeah. A singer, yeah. Well, she's a singer. She did a um, uh, what is what's the company called? High Snob Ivy. She did a high snob uh video on the cliff of this building in I think it's in Malibu, but it's it's the craziest shit ever. If you saw Travis Scott's um GQ cover, yes, the his most recent one where he's like has his foot leaning off and like the red that I want to shoot there. And it's like four bands a day to shoot, which is crazy. But I would I would save up just to take those photos because I feel like you can create some madness there. Now, definitely Italy is definitely like a spot a spot of mine that I would love to go to. Like Italy, like for sure. Like Italy, France, for sure. Like that. I'm gonna go to Iceland. Ooh, yeah, Iceland does look pretty. Iceland good. would be cool. They have a lot of beautiful like um, scenery and nature out there. I'm good on the cold. I just. That's not my sauce. Not, not your sauce no more. <laughs> can't deal with that cold. I, I I can't deal with the cold anymore. After like you, after you're exposed to like three or four um, nasty winters in New York, you're just like, why am I here? This is brutal. Damn. I love the cold, honestly. So getting into but summertime in New York. <laughs> so getting into like slated vision. I mean, just tell us like how you got into got into that. How did it come about, mm-hmm. like as far as the name? Just like tell us a little bit about that, man. Yeah, so I actually used to work with another photographer in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And we would just like I had like this brown cell that was cheap as hell in the hood, and we turned it into a studio and we'd always have it was always like jam-packed with like we were always shooting something. And I was like, bro, why don't we just like start our own like design studio? And I felt like he was a little reluctant because it's like you just shooting to shoot at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, like I have good relationships with a lot of people. Like I would want to turn this into a company. So at first he was on board and then we kind of fell out. So then I just took it and ran with it and it started blossoming and turned into a good, like um, good amount of money like you can make from it. And my the idea behind it is as like black men and like people of color, Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard for us to tell our narrative because usually, like at the time, you'll you'll see like Vogue, you'll see GQ, you'll see all these like high end publications, and they'll hire white photographers to take photos of black people. Yeah, I think and then you'll see like, which is crazy, right? Yeah, I think that, uh, <laughs> the first the first cover shot by a black person for Vogue was this year, I think. Which is crazy. yeah, it was Tyler. Yeah, it's crazy with like, Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's crazy, especially because so that that kind of. 
fashion takes so okay. much from us, you know, and it, it feels mm -hmm. like we're never represented fairly in fashion. And I feel like this generation, me, like you, Kenny, like we're trying to shift shift that into, you know, not everything has to be black, but you know, we gotta start giving credit where credit is due. And that's why oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, fashion isn't isn't ready isn't ready for us yet, but it's we're coming. Yeah, I think that's that's like the main thing. So like we call it slated because. A slate is in between your color, so you don't see white or black. So it's just like how you see it. Mm. So in, instead of like how white people perceive us, like why not show them how we perceive everyone? So like from that we like call it slate division, and we made sure that it was like the colors are monotone, nothing like overtly bright. So like our whole goal is to help like small create small creatives to large creatives like just change the way their like business is uh, perceived. How their brands are perceived, how how they're perceived as people. Man, well said, man. And that was yeah, that was really well said, man. So thank you. So as far as like for the future of Slate Division, I mean, what do you see for it, like yourself, like where do you see it going, like within the next five to ten years, like? Our goal is to have an office within the next two years, mm. and then I pro I'll probably switch from my nine to five to like part time. We'll see how that goes, but you know, bills are bills, but. Right. I see us starting to work on like short films and like more I want to do like more fashion shows so you know how like you know how now with COVID you can't have like a live show with the live audience I would exactly I would want to shoot the lookbook I would be want to like shoot like the short or help produce the short like we we help produce a lot of like podcasts and like uh, music videos when we were in New York but now that I'm here and my partner's in New York and my other two partners are in New York, it's just like, that's the only challenging part. So we've, been, we've still been working on that kind of stuff. You'll, have, you'll see some stuff next year come out, but that's like our goal is to really take it from a mom and pop to like a corporation. Nice, man. No, that's, man, that's dope, man. So like... I appreciate it. So like, as far as like, hmm, let me think. Got to think of my next question. Oh, right, right, right. So when it comes to just yourself in general, like whether, whether it comes to photography, whether it's become like your personal life, like where do you see yourself like in the next like five, like five to 10 years? Like as far as like, where do you want to take your photography? Just like, where do you like personally see yourself in the near future? Near future, I see myself being represented by a big uh, photography publication. Mm. Or maybe like an IMG lens or art partner. I just want to be able to like have the um, c contracts with like these bigger like brands. Mm -hmm. So like I don't mind shooting like streetwear brands and like local stuff, but like I also want to be able to shoot like a Gucci or like a Prada. That would be like a, an all-time goal to like flip open magazine, like show your kids like yo, your dad took this photo. Like that would be that would be amazing. And I would still have like my like my stuff going with slated, but like I would ultimately want to like build up my photography. Yeah, of course. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a question. So, oh. um, I see you got a real cool Minnesota football jersey on. What kind of brands are you into? What brands do you like? Uh, as of late, I'm really into Rude. Okay. Mm. Um, I love Fear of God. Shout out to God, Jerry. Um, I like brands that are not overtly high end. Okay. Like, you could wear Fear God to a fashion show because the quality. Right. Mm. I'm not 
I'm not really. I used to be the guy that would want to wear like Fendi and like Prada that kind of stuff. But that's like cool to take photos of. But like, I don't think that stuff's functional because we're at home all day. So like, why do you need to buy a six thousand dollar T-shirt? I, uh, so for yeah, me, I like. That's that's funny that you say that because I'm 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 the same way. Like I was like, oh, I want the I want the Gucci, I want the Fendi, I want the Prada. Then it's just like, dude, I don't do nothing all day, but. Like, what am I, of course, okay. I'm about this sweatsuit that I like from a quality brand, but that's it. Like, I'm not exactly. It's an, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy what fashion. It's crazy what COVID is doing to fashion. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you can't have fashion shows anymore. You can't get all fits. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. Literally can't get off. You can get them off on. The, you can get them off on the gram. I think that's what New York is so known for. Like all the big influencers that you see, like what's good or. The people that like credible source post like that's those are all that's all new york that's just street fashion like you see that's hot you see that's hot. you put it together in your own way and you rock it and someone's like damn that dude's fly but they don't know what to like the back behind the scenes like that's so that's other people's like styles your style all mixed together damn now do you see a lot of that particularly like in la when it just comes to like influencers like having like such a like a hold with like so like you how you're just describing but like people like what's good or like what's the name it's like daniel or danny sierra like in new york like do you mm-hmm. see people like that like in la particularly oh yeah 100 percent. everyone oh my god our first our first week here we i wanted to see what calabasas was like so we drove out there and we're going to the grocery store to get snacks and like this lady's in like a full like high heels like off-white bag and i'm just like but like she has like the whole nine on going to the grocery store right. <laughs> everyone's in like basketball shorts and stuff and i'm just like oh i get it like people want to be seen here in new york everyone's seen so you have to be on point if you go to bodega you have to be flea because you you don't want someone to see you in that outfit that you didn't think they would see you in that's funny because that woman that is going to the grocery store in full off white and heels is me going to my local wegmans right now I get fits you gotta be fly. Groceries. I'm getting fits <laughs> off shopping for groceries. It's insane. <laughs> it's the COVID times, man. I tell you. You got you got pull these yeah, fits off anywhere. Like you know, it's because it's like not people are not going out, so it's like, hey, you know, might as well show off this fit at the barbershop. Like you know what I'm saying, or just something. You know what I mean? Something. So, so what's, <laughs> I I've heard that California, LA in particular, is known for people to dress extremely, extremely terribly. What do you what do you feel about that? Yeah, what's your take on that? Well, there's a lot of SoundCloud rappers out here that'll be <laughs> Balenciaga down, and then you, you also have like super wealthy people that are like overtly just overdressing, and then you have the people that are just fly like a nice old school like vintage hoodie and like some fire jeans and a nice pair of shoes. Like that to me, that's like that's way more fly than you wearing Dior head to toe. Mm. with the patterns like are you, are you still seeing the super long t-shirts like the the scoop neck like butt white t-shirts you still seeing those a little bit if you're like downtown but right now so, as of late i heard it smells so bad the, <laughs> <laughs> it that's a, oh it's just the, it's just like the homeless honestly uh, it's getting it's gotten out of hand but other than that the things you'll see is like what i have on like vintage t-shirt expensive shoes and like jeans and a range over that's like the la oh yeah la thing it's because of round two round two made it like so popular like people 
all of a sudden love um damn so what are like your favorite stores vintage. right now as far as like in la like i usually shop at the uh melrose trading post mm. like this flea market and go to this i go to like these two booths i won't give them too much sauce but they they usually have some fire t-shirts mm. i'm really into like nascar and like old vintage like college t-shirts right now oh nice no it's because like one thing i noticed like i think it was last summer i went to la like just going to a few stores but like it could have been like just a little like i don't know i think me and my friends went to was it kith because i know i think they got a kith store out in la and it's like you just see like Mm -hmm. random just like celebrities just walking on the street or just like in a store and it's just like it's just crazy like but to them it's like they're normal like they don't care yeah like i went to the it was last last fourth of july it was this Tusi uh fourth of july party at dover street in la and mm-hmm. it was like i seen like tremaine emery freaking um asap nas like i was just like what the fuck like that shit is just crazy and they're just like <laughs> and they're just standing around just like regular like yo like you go up to them and be like, yo, it was good. Like, da, 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 da. like I was just like, wow, that's crazy. I've never had anything. The only per- only famous person... I just met two famous people in my lifetime. Mario the singer in like 2008. And then I met ASAP Bari outside of a Kanye concert one time. That was it. That's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had my interactions with a lot. But then some people are assholes, so... Yeah. I got... I got out of that and I was like, you know, I want to meet cool people. Mm. So who's the one like celebrity as far as like who you met that maybe like stood out to you or just maybe it was an experience where it was like, damn, I didn't expect them to be like that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect them to be like just so cool. Hmm. Let me see. Do you know Shaniqua Jarvis? Jarvis. I like I've heard of him. She's like this. She's a very well-known black female photographer, mm. and I got I got blessed to like help move equipment one day at the shoot, and I thought she was gonna be on some Double Wars Prada, but she's the nicest, most chill, like down-to-earth person, and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know how I got. <laughs> I know how I got here, but like this is this is wild. Like, I, those are she's like definitely one of the photographers I look up to in her in terms of like we shoot the same like. She tries to show a person who she thinks she look like. She's not like the stand straight, but she always up, uh, make the clothes look good. It's like that's her sauce, and I've always like emulated that in mine. Mm. I would say so. I feel like she's one. Um, who else? I feel like yeah. I met also <laughs> funny story. Before I was engaged, I was in the streets and oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to hang out with this chick and unbeknownst to me, she was also hanging out with um uh one of Rocky's uh, assistants. Mm. <laughs> and I got invited to this uh party with Red Bull, this uh thing in Harlem. Mm. And Rocky was there. I got a chance to meet him. He was super chill. Yeah, heard, he made me feel in, very insecure about my uh, looks. Yeah, no, I but. heard. Uh, I heard. I met a dude <laughs> who has worked with Rocky, and he says he's like a super cool dude. Like, super oh yeah, no, he was most chill. Yeah. Damn. He was like, "Yo, you want to take a photo?" And I was just like, "Huh? I was gonna ask you, but all right." Yeah, you was like, like "Hold on, what?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused, and his teeth were just like 
Bro, that shit was. I don't know what kind of diamonds those were. Definitely not like the rapper diamonds. I was confused. <laughs> Smelt like heaven. I was just like, damn. So it's true. I see why all the girls want Rocky. Hey, Right, hey, pretty flocker, hey. That's a good-looking man, pause, but yeah. <laughs> pause. <laughs> Yo, man, so like, bro, this is just like, I mean, let's just talk about it, bro, like for a quick second. I mean, last night, the Versus, uh, oh my God. Jeezy and Gucci, man, like. That was, that was, I think, I think that was, oh, man, you missed out. But I think that was very, very epic for them. I was a little nervous for a hot second, I'm not gonna lie. Bro, like, the, the tension like, was so thick in that room, like, bruh. <laughs> if no one knows, but security started getting closer and closer and closer. Bro, yeah. Because when he started talking about each other's dead homies, I was just like, Yeah, bro, oh, Gucci God, said, literally, my... I put put your mans in the dirt. Like, what? Like, oh, my God. I was, I was, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but it's like... <laughs> Nah, toward, like the very towards the end though, that was like a crazy plot twist though for them to do like so icy. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like, so they was beefing and at the end they like came together and did a song together. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. They like basically was just like, like on some back and forth. Obviously, how the versus thing goes, like right. it was on some back and forth stuff. But like towards the end, Jeezy was just like, yo, we can just end this right here, right now. Like, what's up? Like, da da da. da. Gucci was like, alright. And then so icy drops and then everybody's like, just like oh shit, like damn, they didn't expect that. Like, I I was not expecting that. I was just worried because, but they literally tried to kill each other. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like multiple times. Oh, so, so was, they have like they, actual like yeah, it was beef. a like, like actual beef, like, like I think, physical beef. Yeah, I think was it? It was either Jeezy or Gucci Man ordered a hit on one of them. Like on, I think it was Jeezy ordered a Jeezy hit on ordered, Gucci. Hit on Gucci and the guy that went to Gucci's house while he's with a female, with two females. Gucci was able to get his gun, which was unregistered, which is the craziest shit. <laughs> I'm not getting into that, cause. <laughs> but he was able to grab his gun and shoot Jeezy's homie. And on the verses, he was like, "I shot your pilot to go dig him up," and I was just like, "Yeah, bro." When he said that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like. That's like physical violence is coming right now. Yeah, it's I'm coming. Research. I, I didn't even realize. I didn't. Yeah, bro, you got it, bro. My mom never let me. Li like when that was hot, my mom was not like you cannot listen to rap. So like I was not listening to that. So Damn. I have no like. Yeah, it's just crazy, like, man. Like, and like I think even um I saw somebody on Twitter talked about how I think this was before I might have been in elementary school, but like at the time when Jeezy was like popping, snowman shirts. yeah, the snowman shirts, and like someone had brought that up. I was like, yo, mm -hmm. I was getting suspended in middle school for wearing those. Like I was just like, damn, bro, like that's it's crazy. Like, yeah, it was a, a big comfy. <laughs> yeah, like what? Yo, so like, if you had to see two artists do like a versus, like between the two, who would you, you like? You already know. You already know who I'm about to say. <laughs> well, definitely. Okay, I know one of them's got to be Kanye. I want to see obviously Drake and Kanye, but I want to see Pharrell and Kanye production. Yes, like, that would be you don't even have to rap. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. And people, are, and I'm a I'm a Kanye fan to death, obviously, but you have people have to realize like. If you put on the radio in the 2000s, Everything Pharrell did the beat. Yeah, Pharrell made the beat, and then if it didn't, if it wasn't Pharrell, it was probably Kanye. Like, that's that's the thing. It was those are those are that's the like that's the thing like those were the two that just went crazy. Yeah. Insane.
that one song, uh, number one with Pharrell and Kanye, was one of my favorite songs of all time. She my number exactly. <laughs> yeah, so now you gotta really give me the, my the bag. Fits were crazy too. <laughs> songs, like sweaters, oh my god, like, like it's crazy. crazy, man. They were literally like man had the diamond diamond blackberries. Yeah. Oh my Different. god. Like I remember that it was the episode, it was like BET's like yeah. basement episode or something like BET Confidential or something like that. He had the gold blackberry. <sighs> and then the, the, the purple crocodile custom. Oh my god. Just seeing that as a kid, I was just like, yo, like what the fuck? Like that shit is just mind blowing. Like it's just crazy. And, it was, and now he has skinware. Yeah, exactly. Skin, yeah. Skin, skin Gonna off. be dropping skin. That, he ain't, for real, you're not fooling me. That's not your skin wear. I want the stuff to make your skin look like what, what you got. Not nah, the CBS stuff. Was, he ain't slick. Like, uh, they always say how Pharrell never aged, and then he had like them triplets, and now that nigga look mad old. Like he just looks so old. old tired, dude. Yeah, man. Kids, kids gonna wear you down, B. <laughs> kids are definitely going When you got the many zeros, though, you, he'll be okay. Facts, man. <laughs> Yo, man. So, like, bro, we just want to appreciate you for coming onto the pod, man. Like, it was a pleasure having you. Like, just being able to converse. I know I haven't really seen you since. Damn, it might have been New York, really. Since we like linked yeah. up and everything. We'll see, see you soon, bro. Soon as this stuff calms down, I, I, I'm definitely gonna come back to the East Coast, hang out for a little bit. Oh, for sure. And I definitely will definitely going to try to come to L.A. at some point. Like, definitely either it's like maybe for a week or something. Like, definitely for sure. But, yeah, man, it was just a pleasure nice. man, having you on. Like, getting to know a little bit about you, you know, know about Slated Vision, you know, just your future. Like, and we're just looking forward to it, man. Yeah, we appreciate having you on, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thank yeah. you, brothers. Yeah, man, of course, man. Uh, have a good Thanksgiving and also Christmas as yeah, well, my G. Stay safe, stay safe. Oh, you too. Y'all stay safe, stay blessed. Yeah, man. Stay COVID-free out in these streets. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Peace, man. All right. Peace out. Yo, man. So...